Innovation across the globe takes many shapes. Societal impact, artificial intelligence, marketing, and human capital are just a few of the categories where it manifests itself. And with the winners just announced in the ninth annual BAI Global Innovation Awards, it's time to take stock of the best of the best. Here to do that, we have BAI President and CEO Debbie Bianucci. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that will help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carloso, the managing editor of BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. And once again, wonderful to have you with us. And a real treat today on the program, we have Debbie Bianucci. Debbie is, of course, the president and CEO of BAI, based in our headquarters in Chicago. She's a financial services veteran, a thought leader, and a thoughtful leader here to share insights today about what innovation is and what it really means. Debbie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Lou. It's great to be on the podcast today and to be able to talk about the BAI Global Innovation Awards. And let's do that. The BAI Global Innovation Awards enters yet another year. I was wondering if you could share with our audience what makes this so special for you and how the program has evolved over time. It is amazing. We're in our ninth year, and there has been so much change that has taken place during almost a full decade of recognizing innovation in financial services. It's a really exciting part of what we do, and I have the privilege of being directly involved as a judge. You know, if you think about how it has evolved, in the beginning, it was mostly focused on technology solutions and operational efficiency that was being pursued by traditional banks. But there's been a lot of evolution in the technology since then, a lot of expansion beyond technology. We are actually recognizing in many more categories in things like marketing, human capital, societal impact, and this year, reg tech, which was a new category. And the innovation is being recognized from all types of financial services companies of all sizes, both large and small. I think the reason I enjoy being involved in it so much is it's so energizing to see how much innovation is happening in financial services. And over the years, this has come from all regions of the world. And at BAI, we feel a strong responsibility to recognize what the industry is doing and how they are working with innovation to better serve consumers, businesses, and communities. So at BAI, we want to celebrate the achievements. We want to help deliver really actionable insights so that financial services leaders can learn what's happening in other markets that will help challenge their thinking about what they can do in their own organizations. And as we connect leaders, they are then able to better share their experiences, which ultimately, and we've seen this over the years, perpetuates and stimulates the level of innovation. I'd say the last thing that's really interesting is working with this amazing group of judges. The judging panel is made up of people who are not only experienced, but they're super smart. They're really committed to this industry. They put in a great deal of time 
to evaluate all the many nominations, and they bring such value to the awards. Super smart. And because they're super smart, we know they see innovation as this changeless quality. But on the other hand, it always renews itself in terms of how it appears in the banking world. What are some of the changes in innovation these past few years that you've seen you find the most exciting? Well, innovation is about changing things, right? And so innovation in itself continues to change. And that's been exciting to see over the nine years we've been doing this. I think the things that are most interesting to the judging panel are the technology innovation is interesting, but the truly innovative approaches that seem to be moving the needle with customers fall into marketing, human capital, and reg tech. And this year, we spent a considerable amount of time thinking about what kind of innovation is happening to improve the customer experience and the touch points that they have, which, of course, is such an important part of what the financial services companies are facing in digital transformation. It's so clear, though, what we see across the board is that banks are very focused on how to meet the customer when and where the customer wants to be met. And it's more than just talk in the banks. It's really happening where they're changing the way they think about how to better serve their customers. We recently announced the winners for this year's program. Of course, who are just a few of the standouts you've seen? I'd love to know some of those standouts and what you think sets them apart. We had some really incredible nominations this year, and it was particularly hard as we looked at not only how to narrow down to the finalists, but ultimately select the winners. There are two, though, that really stood out to me that I thought were particularly interesting. The first was in South Africa, and it was a significant streamlining of the way in which insurance claims are processed to speed up customer payments by Juma World and FNB. This was a particularly interesting innovation because while it was based on process changes supported by technology, of course, it was a highly impactful improvement for customers who needed to receive payments on their claims at a faster pace. And the results were quite impressive. I think the other one, which falls into a completely different category, was the way that Ping on Insurance used artificial intelligence in candidate interviewing. Um, and of course, talent is such an important priority for financial services companies, and AI is a much pursued and talked about new technology development that is occurring in financial services. What was interesting with this is I think the judging panel initially thought that the way in which AI was being used in interviewing of candidates was frankly a little weird, even creepy. Hmm. And so we were wrestling with, does that cross a line in some way? And in fact, as we dug into it and learned more about it, it was quite the opposite. The work that Ping-On did to use AI in the way they were recruiting candidates across their entire footprint of their company 
was quite impressive. And so we ultimately came full circle on that. It's interesting because AI will do what we tell it to do. And if that is to a positive end, it can be a great step forward for innovation. So hats off to the judges there for seeing that. Now, you alluded to this idea earlier that innovation was once thought of as a project or widget, but the societal impact element that has come to the fore lately is really exciting. How have banks, in your view, up the ante in terms of innovating on this front? Well, Lou, that's probably one of the most exciting things that we've seen over the years. If you think about it, financial services companies have always had a focus on how they can impact their communities, and they've always been very involved in that, and that continues. But what's changed is the way in which a focus on innovation has brought many new ways to drive this impact. A lot of it is in financial education, but we also see a commitment to ways to provide more access to financial services. For example, there's a bank that put together a program last year that was focused on providing financial access to refugees, which if you can imagine people who are in that situation, how difficult it is for them to be able to handle their financial matters. This past year, we also saw how USAA used a tool that was developed very quickly to have fast response to a consumer need that built an aerial imagery capability to speed up how their members would know what the impact of hurricane or wildfire damage was to their homes. Because as you know, so often in those disaster situations, people are locked out of their neighborhoods. And what USAA did, actually in about a 12-hour period, they were able to develop this tool that provided a visual image to their members who were locked out of their neighborhoods to see if their homes were still standing or what damage might have occurred. So the societal impact part of it is actually interesting and it's inspiring and quite impressive in the way financial services companies are approaching innovation. Now there's a temptation, of course, for some to put innovation in a silo, but really and you've been quite a thought leader on this, it works best when it permeates an entire organization. That seems like a critical element. It is. And as we look back, not only on this year, but on the prior years, the best organizations that have the most success in innovation do have a common thread. And that is that they focus on building a culture of innovation. And by its nature, that permeates an entire organization. This is what leads to real innovation, not just innovation theater. It's a way of doing business that starts at the top but doesn't stop there. It's a way of embracing how innovation changes how an organization makes decisions and does business. It's not just technology. It's so much more than that. And you alluded earlier to this connection between innovation and talent management, especially with AI. Taken as a whole, how do you see that innovation talent management connection, especially in terms of attracting the innovators themselves? 
Well, talent is a top priority for financial services companies in general, not just to drive innovation. With that said, though, talent is a critical part of being able to build that culture of innovation and to have the capabilities to identify new opportunities and maybe more importantly, being able to execute to bring those new concepts to market. It takes very good people who are very committed to be able to pull that off. So from the tech to the societal impact to the talent management and so much more, you have given an absolutely comprehensive 360-degree view of what innovation is and why it matters. Debbie, thank you so much for appearing on the podcast. Thanks, Lou. It's been a pleasure. Debbie Bianucci is president and CEO of BAI. She's based in Chicago. You can look for Debbie on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, marketing, human capital, and reg tech advances are moving the needle forward in how financial services organizations innovate. Customer experience and digital transformation stand out as essential drivers, and clearly, banks want to meet customers where and when they want to be met. Number two, among the many winners at this year's BAI Global Innovation Awards, two truly stand out. For the most innovative solution in financial services, Jumo World and FMB developed a way to streamline how insurance claims get processed to speed payments to customers in need. And for disruptive innovation in financial services, Ping On Insurance demonstrated how artificial intelligence can truly aid the hiring and recruiting process, in this case across the entire company. And number three. Years of experience show that organizations that have the best success at innovation have a common thread, and that is building a culture where innovation permeates the way business is done, starting at the top, but not stopping there. It's not just technology, but so much more. And now BAI Banking Strategies presents My 21-Year-Old Self, where our podcast guest talks about what they were like at 21, life as an emerging leader, and the advice they give themselves today. Ambition, confidence, and vision marked Debbie Bianucci at age 21 as she entered the financial services industry. But the perspectives of older, more experienced bankers weren't always in the picture. Here's what Debbie would tell her 21-year-old self about respecting the value of wisdom from elders. Listen. As you know, Lou, I started in banking at a very young age, and I've been in banking all my career. But when I think back about my 21-year-old self, I see someone who was very ambitious and confident in what I wanted to do and all that I knew. And I think if I could give myself that advice, I'd suggest maybe place a higher value on the guidance of some more experienced bankers, people who had been around longer than I had, people who had been through more business cycles than I had, and people who had seen more in the business than I had at that point. I'm not sure I had enough appreciation for the experience of bankers who had been in the industry for a longer period of time. And I would have had 
better perspectives had I listened more and perhaps sought out more advice. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We hope to have you back with us very soon. Be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Lou Carloso, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.